Thanks for being a part of In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, we're coming to you from our outstanding studios at First Star Logistics. And today, we catch up with Bengals quarterback coach and pitcher. The Bengals extended his contract. He went down to Tampa Bay and was a candidate to be their offensive coordinator down there. But thankfully, he's staying with the Cincinnati Bengals. The dynamic he has with Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, and pitcher. Ryan Callahan, that's one heck of a trio. These guys all respect each other. They all respect each other's football IQ. They're on the same page. It's symbiotic. Man, there's a lot of years of good football to watch with these three guys working together. And a big, big part of it is Dan Pitcher. And he'll explain why. Just listen to what Dan Pitcher has to say here. You'll enjoy the fact that he is the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback coach. Appreciate you for joining us in the trenches uh, with Dave Lapham. We're here at our studios as always and at First Star Logistics, and we're joined by a very special guest, quarterback coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, Dan Pitcher. And coach, congratulations, first and foremost. Haven't had a chance to catch up since the season ended. I know when the season ends like it ends in the playoffs, whenever it ends in the playoffs, it's like, whew, you fall off a cliff a little bit. I mean, it's over. The suddenness of it is amazing. But, boy, what a season the Cincinnati Bengals had. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, all of us are very disappointed with with how it finished, and, and that sticks with you for a while. Um, you know, but I think when you get a little bit further away from it with some hindsight, you can appreciate you know, some of the things we were able to accomplish and, and recognize that, you know, really establishing um, a standard for – you know, this organization and what we expect to do moving forward. So, you know, a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff to work on. You know, obviously we want to be the, the last team standing. Um, and so everything we do from this point forward is to help us get to that spot. For the first time in franchise history, the, the team goes to a Super Bowl and then advances to the, to the conference championship game. Um, you know, the following season, one game short of the Super Bowl, Back-to-back seasons like that, not an easy accomplishment whatsoever. What was the key to maintaining, sustaining that level of success in your estimation? I think we just we have a lot of guys that are made of the right stuff um, that understand that every week is, is a new week and uh, you have to go through the process. You have to prepare. This this league is it's too good. The teams are too good. Your opponents are too good. That you know that nothing's ever guaranteed, and so it just takes. A collection of people that understand that and uh, believe in the process, know what they have to do to get themselves ready. Um, and as long as everybody does those things that collectively will be ready as a team. Um, and I think that's what you need to sustain success. And I think that's what we've been able to do. What do you think in hindsight, and, and maybe not just a thing, maybe it might be more than one thing, but what do you look at as bigger accomplishments uh, over the course of the 2022-23 season as you reflect back on it? Well, you know, I just think, you know, you got you got five playoff wins, which are are you know, so hard to come by because of everything that's at stake when you play those, uh, three of which came on the road. Um, you know, just our ability to go into hostile environments and, 
and play some of our best football uh, is something that I think projects forward is, you know, uh, an ability for us to continue to do that and, and win big games. And now we want to play those games at home. You know, we, I thought we were excellent at home this year. I think um, what were, we played with the playoff game, we played eight games. I think we're seven and one. And, yep. you know, the one is the, the first game of the year, which is crazy. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, so we love playing well in front of our, our home fans and, and we love being able to go on the road and, and do the same. So it's hard to pinpoint specific things, but I just think uh, we've, we've played good football in some critical moments and, and we pride ourselves on that. Was the biggest challenge um, dealing with the offensive line issues down the stretch? I mean, you have that 10 game winning streak, um, you know, at the end of the regular season and into the playoffs, the most opportune time to have a 10 game winning streak, you go on one was the biggest challenge kind of, plugging in and, and trying to, you know, finish strong with the, the offensive line? I mean, I, I think anytime, you know, you lose key guys, it's a challenge, uh, right. no matter where, what position they're at. Uh, it just so happened that we, you know, we lost three along that, that front. But, I mean, I thought the guys that stepped in did an admirable, admirable job. Um, I mean, you look at that Buffalo game and, and you know, I thought that might have been one of our, if not our best performance up front all year, you know. And so, yeah. So, you know, it's th those are issues that are universal for every team in, in the NFL. Some feel them more than others in varying years, but you're going to deal with injuries and it's incumbent on the people that step into those roles to play at a very high level. And I thought we had guys do that. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's difficult, you know, when, when you lose uh, guys that are playing at a really high level, like, like Alex and like Lyle and, and Jonah, you know, that those guys were doing a nice job for us. And so, um, next guy up, it's, it's an overused mantra, but it's true because you don't have time to think about it. Right. Right. You, uh, you work directly with Joe Burrow, quarterback coach and done a heck of a job. He, ad he admires your talents and you admire his. It's a heck of a dynamic. There's no question about it. How much better a quarterback is Joe Burrow now than he was when he first came to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals out of LSU? I think he's grown in a lot of areas. Um, I think a lot of that is just a product of playing NFL football. Right. Uh, you know, in any profession, right, if you have somebody who's smart and dedicated uh, and can take in new information, retain that, and use that to better themselves – you can't help but get better. And I think Joe's really done that. And we've just kind of guided him through that process. And um, so really proud of where Joe is at right now. Uh, I think the, as he continues to play more, he'll only get better. I think he has a great big picture understanding um, of what we're asking him to do and what the, the team needs him to do uh, to sustain that success, right? To not always, it's not all, I, I, when you're playing the play, right, that's the most important thing in the world, right? The, the play that you're in, because it's the only play that's happening in that moment. But it's, there's also something to having a big picture perspective and understanding uh, how to make decisions with that in mind. And I think Joe has done a good job of, of uh, gaining more of that perspective. He had it already when he came here. He's very mature. He understands those things, but he's gotten better. And I think he'll continue to get better. Cincinnati Bengals recognize your talents and have uh, extended your contract, and rightfully so. What was it like being pursued by other teams in the National Football League? You get an opportunity to go down to Tampa Bay and uh, talk to them about being the offensive coordinator. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals 
are a model of success. I mean, a lot of franchises around the NFL are saying, man, we want a piece of that. Look at where they were and where they are now, where they've come. Man, we, we want we want a little piece of that. What was it like uh, when you visited Tampa Bay? That was a great experience. You know, those are, those are opportunities that, um, you know, I'm excited about and I hope continue to to uh present themselves for years to come and and it's really just a reflection of what you just said is that you know we're doing something here in cincinnati that uh is working and it's producing uh excellent play on the field it's uh, you know coaches are growing and getting better um and 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 it's really a product of how zach has kind of laid this whole thing out and given guys responsibility and uh asked a lot of them and i think guys are providing a lot in return. And so it was, uh, it was nice to have that, um, recognition, that experience. I enjoyed it. Uh, I really got to, uh, to know, you know, some of the guys down there, coach Bowles, Jason light, um, guys that I respect and, and, uh, you know, grew to have a lot of admiration for. And, um, you know, so it was, it was a good process. So take me through the, your protocol, your, your preparation, your pro for the process when you were going down there, how do you prepare, for an opportunity like that? Do you study, you die, do a deep dive into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization currently, it's past, what you think the future might hold? I mean, how, how do you approach all that? Yeah, there was a lot as part of the value of having to go through it is is really like a lot of things in life, you, you think about what you're gonna need to do in that moment. And then when the rubber hits the road, it's like, oh man, I, I there's five, six, seven, eight other things that I, maybe kind of thought about but you know so so yeah it's you 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 look at their team who, who their players are um you know what they've done well maybe what they've struggled with a big part of it is just getting your own thoughts together and your philosophy on um you know how you would how you would lead a group in the direction that you would want to take the unit uh if if you were given that opportunity and and how you mesh all those ideologies um and and how you would lead a staff, how you would put together a weekly schedule, uh, what scheme are you going to run? Where does that scheme come from? Why are you going to do that? Uh, anticipating the questions that are going to come at you. And and so uh, it was a, a really useful process for me to go through. Uh, it helps you kind of hone in on, on what you really believe. Um, and I think it, I think you're better for it on the other end, no matter the outcome. Did Tom Brady uh, factor in at all in terms of what you thought you might do or how, how big of a piece was that? Oh, Tom Brady, if he had decided to come back for another year, that's one, that's one set of circumstances. If he doesn't, that's another set of circumstances. And then he obviously had already announced that he, that he wasn't, but you never know with him. Um, did the Tom Brady factor come into it all in discussion? You know, I think you factor a lot of different things and who the players are, the potential players are at a destination where you're thinking about maybe, you know, uh, pursuing uh, those things matter, um, you know, but it ultimately it really just comes down to, uh, you know, having a discussion with my wife and where we felt we were here and in, in, in the stage of our career here in, in Cincinnati, you know, loving being a part of this. Um, and, and really just having a great respect for the way we're doing it and wanting to, to continue to be a part of that for, for, you know, for now and, and for the future. So that, that's, that was really the biggest thing that it came down to. That's uh that's awesome. So take us through what uh, the, the season ended and you had the interview 
and then at some point you gotta you gotta decompress you gotta get away from football uh you know coaches are human beings too you know <laughs> they uh they, they gotta they gotta have a little bit of downtime uh take us through the season ends you have you, you have the tampa bay opportunity and you work through all that and then what what did you do coach uh yeah so that was you know i, I felt like i really didn't get to hit the off switch you know for another probably 10 to 14 days after the season's over um but then finally last week uh just you know myself my wife and and our little guy who's going to be one year old here in a couple of days just went down to florida for a week and and uh shut off and just kind of relaxed and um tried to try to get away from it all which i think is very important i think you need that to have perspective it makes you better at your job uh being able to step away because uh, it renews your energy and renews your focus uh and it allows you to be a person and be a husband and be a dad and uh if you can't be those things first uh you're never going to be as good at the, the the what the job requires of you uh, because you know you have to take care of those you know what's important first and so you know grateful to have that opportunity and and re-energize now to step back into the off season and, and everything that goes with that with the experience of last year going to the Super Bowl and how that compresses your offseason how beneficial was it to have that under your belt as you almost get to the Super Bowl you're in the AFC championship game you're one step away and the offseason compresses as a result you still have a little bit more time you know to try to catch back up for the combine which is coming up here next week and things of that nature I mean um, what, what's that process like trying to trying to catch up and, and get uh, get an idea about what prospects are are thought of in this way or regarded highly or not so highly or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you know it it does it does feel a little bit like you're drinking from a fire hose early on, um, but you're just you kind of just make your to do list right. All right, this is these are the guys I got to watch for free agency. This is what I got to watch for the draft and uh, what I have to make sure I have done before I go to the combine and then what does the month after the combine look like and you kind of you know you understand what all those uh points in the calendar mean for you um you know the great thing is we've had people in this organization that have been putting in work in all those areas for months and months now you know when when it comes to Duke and uh Steve and Mike and Trey and Christian and AJ and all those guys like they've they've laid the groundwork they've done all that stuff so you know really it's just for the coaches, it's it's on us now to just kind of come in and add our little piece over these last couple months leading up to it. You know, really, free agency is not that far away, um, so that one kind of kind of have a lot of you know, a little bit more urgency there. Um, and then uh, you know, the draft is is what it is. So, you know, it's having been through it, and that's where my roots are in this league. So I feel like I have a pretty good sense for um, how to space that stuff out and, and get done what needs to get done. Yeah, we've talked about that before with your your prior experience from the personnel aspect of it and now working your way up the coaching ranks like you are so successfully. How much do you think that gives you a little bit different twist? I mean, was that discussed in the Tampa Bay interview where they like, wow, you know, looking at your at your background, at your resume, that's an interesting dynamic. Was that much of a conversation? Uh, yeah, you know, that stuff comes up. I'm proud of that. I think yeah. that. that is something that um, differentiates me a little bit, maybe yep. from some other, uh, you know, 
people that are in, in similar roles that I that I find myself in. So, uh, yeah, those things come up and I, and I love talking about it because I think it's made me it's a major part of who I am and, and how I've gotten to this uh, position in my career. And I think it, it's going to pay great dividends for me moving forward uh, if and when those opportunities present themselves. So, um, yeah, I think it helps give you big picture perspective. It, it helps you know, to be able to evaluate and, and know really what goes into that from the ground up and, and having learned how to do that and then what it takes to put a roster together, all those different things that factor in, um, you know, that's it's it's a lot. There's a lot that goes on on that side of it. Um, and I'm and I'm glad that I've had that experience. Um, you know, it was it was a while ago now, you know, it, it those things get a little rusty, just like anything with time. If you don't if you don't use it every day, but, um, you know, it's definitely part of the foundation of who I am. Dave Lapham here. And if you're looking for a new and exciting work opportunity, check out one of the fastest growing companies in Cincinnati, First Star Logistics. All you have to do is scan the QR code or visit us at firststarlogistics.com to learn more. Sure. Sure. So an NFL, I'm going to draw an analogy, I guess, to, to a big puzzle, you know, an NFL team personnel wise, like a big puzzle and put together, and every year it's different. I mean, there's not going to be the exact same pieces in that puzzle carry over from year to year. There may be a high percentage if you're fortunate, but uh, and then there may be years where, geez, there's not, not a whole lot of pieces to carry over. That, that process of, of, of putting that puzzle back together again, like you talked about with free agency, with the draft, with everything that goes along with it. How do you, where do you prioritize as an organization? I mean, um, you know, They've got 19 guys on March 15th will will hit free agency. Five of them are starters. The only offensive starter, uh, Hayden Hurst. There's four defensive guys. You know, you throw Joe Burrow into the mix. Boy, man, can we get him uh, re-upped, extend his contract a little bit early and, and set a budget there so we know what we've got to handle all these other pieces. I mean, it's a, it's a major undertaking, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, those are, those are the, the big questions that, that are what kind of chart the path forward for the organization. And, and, you know, that's the guy, you know, all the guys I just mentioned upstairs that, that, that work on the, you know, so diligently on the personnel side. And then, you know, Zach obviously plays a major role in that and, and uh, talking with, you know, Mr. Brown and, and Katie and Troy and, and, uh, and PB and, you know, they all come together and they, they, they make the decisions that they think are best for the organization moving forward. And we have full, you know, as somebody who, who, you know, works for those people and, and is responsible for my own little part when it comes to, you know, my position and whatever's asked of me, uh, it's great to work for people that you have total trust in, who you understand the process. They're transparent with how they do it, why they do it the way they do it. Uh, and it makes all the sense in the world. And so, you know, that, that makes it fun to come to work every day because you believe in it and, you know, you understand that's what's got us to this point and that's, what's going to help us sustain moving forward. So all that we're talking about, um, during the season, the actual coaching, you know, the putting together game plans and coaching the players and all that sort of thing. And then everything your responsibilities include in the off season in terms of helping formulate what the team is going to be from a personnel standpoint, what do you like most about your job? Is, is there anything, is there one particular thing or is it so many things that you don't have just one? No, I, I love, I love the season. I love the preparation for the game and uh, all the strategizing and 
deciding what you're going to do schematically and then and then being responsible for getting the quarterback ready and communicating all those things to him and then taking his input and relaying that to the head coach and the coordinator and and then being able to kind of mix all those things together and then being in 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 the moment on Sunday. I mean, that's what, you know, you do this. I do this because of the competitive fire in me. You know, I don't know how else I could ever uh, satisfy that in the world outside of this job. And that's why I do it. And I get to do it every day. And that's that's what energizes me. And so really that that's the, my favorite part. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and then it's this time of year where you realize, you know, you get to put the work in that give and that work is ultimately hopefully going to give you a better chance to be successful in those moments in the fall, you know? And so that's where, you know, you have to, you have to be able to connect those dots and understand how important what you're doing now is so that when you do get to those moments in the fall where the juices are really flowing, uh, you've put yourself in a great position. So that, that's kind of how I view the whole thing. I bet there's nothing better than when, you know, you, you, kill it all week long like you said coming up with a with a game plan coming up with a formula for success that you think and then you go against these brilliant defensive minds and they're like they've done some things like wow geez I'm gonna have to make some adjustments here I mean I wasn't necessarily expecting this and that's just what the NFL is all about it's about adjustments adjustments to adjustments then adjustments to those those adjustments kind of thing and when you at the end of the day at the end of a game when you you have out adjusted the opponent as such and and really made some uh, some big big adjustments that won the football game. There's got to be nothing better than that. Yeah, that, that's a great feeling. Um, but I'll I'll preface that with we all understand as coaches that all the work we do is very important, right? But yep. but at the end of the day, we're on the sideline. The players are on the field. They're making plays and <laughs> they're the ones doing it. And so yeah. you, it, it, you have to always keep that perspective, right? You're not, yes, you, you, you certainly play a big role in how you've, how you put the plan together and all those things, but you can never, I, I think it's dangerous to, to, to think that it's about you because it's not, it's, it's about how can you get those guys ready? And then, you take joy in their success because they're the ones out there. They're between the lines. They have to actually go execute. Um, and so that that's probably the thing that gives you the most joy is that when the guys you're responsible for preparing go out there and play as well as they do and the team has success, that's what you really relish more so than, oh, we out schemed them. You know, like it doesn't because, right. yeah, like there's there is a little bit of an element of that, but it it pales in comparison to to just making sure your players are ready and and then them going out and doing it. That's what really gets you excited. And and Joe often talks about how connected uh, yourself, Joe, Brian Callahan, he, just how connected the whole thing is. He said it's, he's talked many times about it's just an extraordinary um, experience to, to be privileged to be a part of, you know, um, and obviously you guys – feel that same way you, you guys all march to the same beat of the drummer don't you i think you know we have shared background and and we, we view the game um similarly uh -huh. you know but we also all bring kind of our own 
past experiences to the table and and what's worked and what hasn't and things we like and things we don't like and uh i've said this before i just i think the biggest key in it and it and it's the the tone that is absolutely set by zach taylor is that there's just an absence of ego and so if you respect the people that you work with on a day-to-day basis and you respect their their process and and their opinion and know that it's coming from a good place and you're willing to listen and take those things in i think you can do a lot of really good things uh and it's a fun environment to work in and so i think that's what that's how zach has built this and we have the right people that believe in that um and and it's working and it doesn't mean it's going to continue to work we still have to work at it it just past success doesn't guarantee future success but i do believe that the process is the right process when you say similar backgrounds it is you know a lot of dads were football coaches you know and and that's that's a that's a big deal is when, when guys grow up around football like a lot of you guys have you know um Joe and the coach, every, everybody's got that, that same kind of DNA, you know, that same, that same mindset, that same respect and love uh, for the game of football. I mean, that all, all that stuff, people like that's cornball. That's all, it's all factors, isn't it? I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. You got to love what you're doing. I mean, you're not going to, you're never going to be your best self if you're uh, in an environment that you, that you dislike or that, you know, you're, you're doing something that you're not passionate about. I mean, we chose, we chose this profession for a reason. It's because, well, you know, for me, it's, it's my passion. Um, and so, you know, you get to, you keep that perspective and, and you never work a day in your life. You know, that's kind of, you know, I believe that, you know, I, I get, I don't have a lot of other stuff. I don't, I don't have a ton of hobbies. I don't have a lot of stuff right outside of this. I have, you know, I, I have some stuff and, and, that's great because you need that. You need to be able to step away. But this is my hobby. You know, this yep. is this is I love this, you know. And right. so, you know, you when you when you get to do that every day and you surround yourself with people that that feel the same way, um, you know, it's pretty cool. It's 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 a great place to be. And, and it makes coming to work a lot of fun. You know, I've, I've often said this to, to friends and family. Uh, I said, you know, I know a lot of you guys have had an experience where you're driving to work in the morning and you're white knuckling the steering wheel because you hate it. You don't even want to go there that day. It's like, man, I got to do this again. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I said, you know what, guys? I've, I've never had that. I mean, I I feel so fortunate in that I've never, ever said, I that's the last place I want to be is at work today. That's a, never experienced that. And that, that when you can say that, that's, that's something pretty special, I think, don't you? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And that's... I know I have that. I have that same that same perspective on this job. So uh, it's pretty cool. So what do you think? I mean, uh, there's there's obviously tweaking that can be done. I mean, I know you're in the early stages of seeing what's out there in free agency and st- seeing what's out there in in the uh, in the draft and and putting this football team together. But w- some of the meetings, the debriefing meetings, and everything that you've had, is there any is there a point or two where Boy, if we could, you know, just add this or add that component, we could uh, we could even take it to another level. Yeah, I would say for us as coaches, it hasn't quite gotten to that point yet. You know, we're, yep. I'm kind of still just very focused on, you know, just making sure I've covered my bases in the, in the quarterback position and free agency in the draft. Like that's it's that's your responsibility. Whether or not the organization ultimately decides to invest 
in that position in either of those areas, well, that's not my decision. That's the organization's decision, but it is my job to make sure I know all those guys so that if my opinion's asked, I can give an informed one. And so that's, that's really kind of where I'm focused. And, you know, as the, as the spring moves on, there'll be an opportunity for, um, you know, us to come together and, and really be able to talk about those things as a staff, but we haven't really done that yet from a big picture standpoint. It's more about guys covering their own individual bases. What, what, uh, what do you think about when, when there's a realistic possibility that at some point in time here in the very near future, you may be coaching a guy that's making 50 million bucks a year. I mean, to me, that is so mind boggling because, you know, I'm, I'm a product of my rookie year in 1974. I mean, if a guy was making fifty thousand bucks, he was a gazillionaire. You know, it's like that. That fifty fifty thousand? Are you kidding me? He's making he's making fifty grand. Oh my, that's impossible. Now it's fifty million. It's just it's incredible how the league has just mushroomed and grown. It's it's nuts, isn't it? You know, it, it is. There's that side of it. Uh, I try very hard as Joe's coach to to not involve myself in any of those discussions uh, yep. I, don't, I don't really i don't view that as as my role um you know the thing i love about joe is no i know no matter what happens with that with the business element of it he's going to be the same person uh, because i know what he's made of i know uh what's important to him and so that's that's awesome when you have somebody that it doesn't really matter how much money he's going to ultimately make he's going to be the same guy who's driven by an intense competitiveness and desire to be the best. And so I know I'm going to have that guy regardless of, of, you know, how the other stuff shakes out. So I'm just excited that I get to keep working with him. Your years with the Cincinnati Bengals, it, it, the evolution of the, of the organization has been dramatic. And now after these last couple of seasons, Joe Burrow at the helm, it's a destination. I mean, now in free agents, people are like, yeah, uh, Cincinnati, they're in my top five. They're in my top three. They're at the top of my list. I mean, I, I'm thinking about Cincinnati. It's, it's a real deal here. What's that like? I mean, that that has to be just a, a heck of a feeling to know that there's really no, literally nobody out there that would not have an interest as a free agent coming to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I think it's you know, that's a testament to the culture that that we have developed over time and that you want guys who care about that. You want guys where that's important to them is that opportunity to win and be a part of something bigger than them and, and a part of something that they can believe in. So, um, you know, that's, that's a really good thing, I think for the organization and, and, you know, on a, on a, on a case by case basis, um, you know, you deal with that as it comes and, and, you know, you trust the, the people that are in the decision-making positions that they'll make really good decisions in terms of who, you know, who we add. And um, I, sometimes there's hard decisions about, you know, maybe guys that have been, uh, a part of this that, you know, maybe it will find themselves elsewhere and you know that that's part of it too. Um, and, and, you know, you just have to move on and, and, and put yourself in the best position you can moving forward. So, yeah, that's a good thing though. I mean, that's obviously it's a good thing. It's, it's exciting that, uh, you know, that we're viewed that way, uh, by, you know, potential free agents. Coach, I appreciate you uh, carving the time you carved for us this morning. I don't want to be too selfish. I know you've got things going on. Like you said, you're, Everybody's uh, hitting that ground running after taking a little little bit of time away, and uh, glad to see you back, recharged, refreshed, and ready to roll. I know you'll have the best off season you ever had, and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals as an organization will as well. 
We look forward to catching up with you down the road, sir. All right, Lap. Appreciate it, man. Have a great one. Yeah, you too. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.